graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. You're feeding your addiction. Your addiction. With Rich Embray. Yes, yes, yes. I am going to give it to you good today. Get your mind out of the gutter. (laughs) We're going back. Back to 1990 once again for the 1990 Glam Metal Special Part 3. Part 3. That is Trickster from New Jersey with Give It To Me Good from their debut album from May 1990. The album did okay. It uh, reached top 200 on the Billboard charts. But uh, they did have a few singles off the album, including that track and, of course, Surrender and One in a Million. Some great tracks on the album. The band is still going hard and doing their thing. A few years ago, we got some new music from them. But today we are focusing on 1990. And as I said a few weeks ago, I've got a whole bunch. 1990 was a pretty decent year for glam metal pop metal whatever you want to call it music of this era there were a lot of great albums and songs released in 1990s so i had to make this a multiple multiple part show and we are getting part three today as always we're live here on your favorite station so if it has a chat a discord whatever you can come and join me in there as a few folks have already if not 
You can hit me up on social media anytime, but we're going to get it going with some Heaven's Edge from their uh, self-titled debut as well. The band released two albums, the self-titled debut in 1990 for Columbia Records, which uh, reached 141. Oh, wait a second. The Trickster, what did that reach again? I'm sorry. Ah, number 28, not, not top 200. Sorry, I got that mixed up. So, uh, did a lot better than I thought it did, but... Um, Heaven's Edge, though, just barely creeped into the 200. That's where I was going with that. That's where my brain was. So we're going to play something off of that, though. It was a great album, nonetheless. And a band that did pretty well with their album, After the Rain, the debut album from the group Nelson, which is the the brothers Matthew and Gunnar Nelson, who are the twin sons of Ricky Nelson from the old TV era. And... uh, and uh, Kristen, his wife, um, they had the big hit with the After the Rain album, of course, was the song which went to number one, Can't Live Without Your Love and Affection, which we'll hear. And another obscure one from Johnny Crash. The album Neighborhood Threat came out in 1990. The first album released by the band, Johnny Crash. Uh, We'll hear something off of that as well. They did release their second album in 2008 called Unfinished Business, which was supposed to be their second album. But of course, by the 91-92, this era was pretty much over and grunge was starting. So a lot of bands didn't get their second album that came out in 1990. But they still had a year or so left of good times. 1990 was still a pretty good year for this kind of music. So we're going to kick it off with Heaven's Edge, followed by Nelson and Johnny Crash. Still to come, some Tesla, Killing Killer Dwarfs, Poison, and more. Crank it loud.
Salute there, heavy metal dick.
You're feeding your addiction with Rich Embray. same era called um, Rhino Bucket and bands like uh, the Four Horsemen etc had that raspy sort of voice and that of course features former Tokyo Blade singer Vic Wright or Vicky James Wright and former champion guitarist uh, Christopher Stewart and August uh, Warchel as well as bassist Andy Rogers and former Rock City Angels drummer Stephen Punky Adamo Unfortunately, in 1992, bassist Andy Rogers died of a heroin overdose. And as I said earlier, the band did manage to release their second album in 2008. And uh, you can go and grab it out there. A lot of these bands are getting reissues on uh, other labels and imprints because there's a resurgence in popularity and... People want to hear good time music, I guess, but there's so much music out there. But today, we are focusing on 1990 glam metal, and one of the bands that was huge in that era, we played before that, Nelson, with their song, Can't Live Without Love and Affection. Of course, they actually recorded a song under a different name that was a really good song, and a lot of folks didn't know who the heck they were. They recorded it for the Bill and Ted's Excellence, Excellent Adventure soundtrack. I'm talking about Power Tool. That is actually Nelson on that song. Um, 
But they did very well with that song going to number one and starting off there with some Heaven's Edge and a song called Bad Reputation, which was over six minutes long, which I think was a little long for a song like that. I think they could have cut it down to about four minutes maybe. But anyway, I like the song, so I'm not going to complain too much. But it is a little weird for a song like that to go six minutes. Most songs are three to five minutes long or whatever, especially in that era. Uh, Another album and band that was huge in 1990 was, of course, Tesla. They recorded their live album, Five Man Acoustical Jam, at the uh, Trocadero Theater in Philadelphia in 1990. And this was off of the popularity of the MTV Unplugged, which was very big. Every band wanted to do an MTV Unplugged, which started in 1989. And, of course, Tesla went pretty large with this album because of the single of their cover of the song Signs, which is a cover of the Canadian band Five Man uh, Electrical Band, and their song Signs, the uh, counterculture song from the hippie era. They did a very good live version of that. That entire live album is really good. If you haven't had a chance to check out Five Man Acoustical Jam, I highly recommend you do. And we'll follow it up with another obscure one. The band is called Juliet. They actually just reissued their self-titled album from uh, Enigma Records from 1990 on uh, another label just recently, Eonian Records, and they were supposed to be releasing a new album, which is, I think, their fourth album, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they put out an album called Psycho Boyfriend in 2004 and Passion back in 2002, but... Uh, this one we're going to hear is off their 1990 self-titled debut. But yeah, they were recording new music back in uh, around 2020, somewhere around there. And supposedly we're supposed to get new music. And it was supposed to include some uh, contributions from Brian Johnson of ACDC and Bill Leverty of uh, Firehouse. But we'll see. Maybe it'll arrive or maybe I just missed it, but I haven't seen it. But we'll hear Eight Lives Gone from Juliet. And we'll close out this triplet with some Killer Dwarfs. Their album Dirty Weapons came out in 1990. The band formed in the early 80s in Oshawa, Ontario. Ontario. And we'll hear their title track to the song Dirty Weapons. But first, let's get your hippie on and wave your signs in the air. Everybody welcome, come in 
it down and pray But then the pass around and put it in the end And I didn't have a penny to pay best friend Garth Elgar, right? Oh, I almost forgot. This year Garth finally got pubes. You didn't tell him about my pubes, did you? No, of course not.
You're feeding your addiction. Your addiction. With Rich Embray. Jembry's Power Hour 1990 Glam Metal Special Part 3 and just like the Ramones, Killer Dwarfs uh, had last names after the band. They all were last name was Dwarf just to go with that. It must have been a little bit of a nod to the Ramones I would think. And before that, Juliet featuring of course Kenny McGee and Jimmy DeLisi and all the others doing Eight Lives Gone and Signs from Tesla starting that off. The original, of course, came out in 1971 from Canadian rock group Five Man Electrical Band, but Tesla doing an awesome job of the song there and a resurgence in the song. Definitely one of those you have to sing along to. Um, We're going to keep it going with a Poison song. I was playing a lot of obscure stuff on today's show, but Poison tried to go more serious, especially after their previous albums had some very poppy songs on them, like Unskinny Bop and Something to Believe In and all that. They decided they wanted to go uh, a little bit more serious with uh, songs on this album, Flesh and Blood, which came out 
and was their third studio album. Came out July of 1990. We'll play a song off of that and a huge song for Queensryche in 1990. The primary single from the album, the power ballad Silent Lucidity, reached number one on mainstream rock track charts and number nine on the Billboard Hot 100. And uh, Silent Lucidity was nominated in 1992 for a Grammy Award for Best Song and Best Rock Vocal Performance by a Duo or Group. Didn't win, of course, but a uh, great song from Queensryche here. And, of course, Rat. Got to do some Rat and Roll. Their album, Detonator, the fifth studio album from the band, came out in 1990. It was the last album to feature Juan Couchet on, in the band until he returned to the band in 2012. And uh, also, of course, the last album to feature the legendary guitarist Robin Crosby, King Crosby, for his death in 2002. So let's let it play with some poison here on the 1990 Glam Metal Spotlight. Oh, no, 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 no. 
You're feeding your addiction. Your addiction. With Rich Embray.
Well, I guess we only got one choice. Go for it.
Great song from the Rat Pack there, giving yourself away from their album Detonator. Little glam metal here as we're doing the 1990 glam metal special part three. And of course, that is off their fifth studio album. And the band moved away from their longtime producer, Bo Hill, to go with Desmond Child on this one. Desmond Child worked with Kiss and a bunch of others. And of course, had some great radio hits. But um, I like the album. I'm a big rat fan, though. So you can't they can't do wrong in my eyes. But... Uh, before that, Queensryche, not really glam metal. Queensryche never really was glam metal. I mean, they kind of looked glam metal with uh, some of their era, I guess. But they were more progressive metal. But they were lumped in together with all the glam metal bands. And I kind of look at glam metal more of an era than a style of music. But that's just the way I've been looking at it. Because it's just a whole collection of bands from like 10 to 12 years that were all sort of lumped into one sort of group. And that's just how I look at it because there's just so many wide variety of styles that can go from the sort of ACDC kind of hard rock style to the progressive metal of like Queensryche and so forth, but in everything in between the pop metal of Poison and Cinderella and all that. But um, I just love the era because it was big when I was, you know, in my teens and early early adult age so good memories for me anyway we started off with poison speaking of which let it play from their album uh flesh and blood there was some controversy with flesh and blood the album cover had a tattoo on the front and the flesh and blood part was dripping blood and they had to uh release a different cover without the blood dripping off it they also had the same issue with their album open up and say ah because it had this art with this girl with her tongue sticking out and that had to be edited out as well boy times have changed now they show war and killing on tv back then you couldn't even show a tongue or blood fake blood dripping from a fake tattoo wow what are you gonna do anyway that's it for this week's 1990 glam metal special thank you so much i'll be back for rich Emery's retrograde new and upcoming rock and metal classics and covers and more if you miss any of my shows, you can catch them on podcasts. The podcasts are posted every Saturday night on my website or most major podcast apps. The website is richembry.rocks. We'll see you next time. We'll leave you with some Hurricane from their album Slave to the Thrill, which came out March 1990. And Hurricane was uh, brought together because Quiet Ride's Kevin Dubrow in- introduced uh, Robert Sarzo and Tony Cavazzo in the early 80s, and they decided to form a band They recruited singer Kelly Hansen and drummer Jay Shellen and guitarist Michael Guy. And they didn't get any label interest in the beginning, so they released their first album, Take What You Want, as a indie release. But uh, yeah, they've, they've done very well since. And they just released an album here in 2023 called Reconnected. So go and seek that out. But we'll leave you with some Hurricane Rain of Love. See you next time. Stay sexy. Keep those horns up high and always, always, always crank it loud.
right, okay, so until next week, good night and party on! And we're out!